0: We, well, we have enjoyed you guys so much. Thank you, 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 thank you. Dr. Vaughn was God, the Lord. The a yeah. Yeah. Amen. retired the principal, in. Board, of, board of education, Atlantic
1: City. Drove
0: by himself. Pastor. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Now. Dr. Vaughn was our uh, minister of music. Thank God for her and Dr. Uh, Just thank God for all your input. And we have thoroughly enjoyed this occasion. Amen. Praise God. Now. Praise Jesus. Boy, I enjoy that kind of music. I, I, I love it. I love it. Thank you. Now, I would be remiss. Uh, did, did the president of the school come? No, but did Dr. Hanukkah. Dr. Hanukkah, will you come up and have some words, please? I would be remiss not to allow. The dean, the dean of the School of Arts and Humanities, professor of British literature, Dr. Hanukkah. Let's get a lot of hand clap for her. Come on now. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Thank you for coming. Thank
1: Thank you. Thank you. Well, thank you very much for welcoming uh, Stockton University to to your service today and to honor your pastor. Uh, This has been fantastic so far, and I just want to thank you uh, on behalf of President Harvey Kesselman and his wife, Lynn, who could not be here today. But I'm happy that I'm here uh, in their stead. So... I think I made out best in the deal, so thank you very much. Thank you to the choir. You were fantastic. Thank you to your choir, which is fantastic. And um, just thank you for having us all around.
0: Thank you so much. Thank you. God bless you. Church, amen. amen. Oh, I tell you, this is a great fellowship, great relationship, and uh, it reminds me of the old song, When We All Get to Heaven. What a day of rejoicing that will be when we all see Jesus. We're going to sing and shout the victory. Amen. Brother, Brother Arnold, step up here. I know. Uh, I didn't notice. Today is Brother Arnold's birthday. Amen. And uh, I think he's 50 years old. I just just praise God as I like to say I'm 59 plus 11 years old but God has been good to me my wife and I we have just had a great life and I just thank my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ for saving me amen amen praise Jesus Hallelujah. Amen. Now, the women will have a breakfast next Saturday, I believe, Sister G. Amen. They just got back. they have another breakfast. they have a breakfast. Amen. Uh, Next Saturday, we thank God for them, and truly, God is an awesome God. We've got to keep our women happy. Amen? Amen. Praise God. And uh, so we thank the Lord again. Now it's offering time, and God loves a cheerful giver. You can't be God-given. No matter how you try, we're taking up two offerings: our tithes, what is a tithe? Is a tenth. The Bible says to you make three hundred dollars a week, the first thirty dollars ought to go to Jesus. The uh, two hundred dollars a week, the first twenty dollars ought to go to the Lord, and then our TV missionary offering. As the ushers and deacons come, our great choir will sing. Church, say amen. amen. All right, turn it on. Turn it on. Turn it on. Turn it on. Turn it up. That we have put your envelopes
1: inside of this offering. This offering comes through, and then right after this, they will have the the TV relative offering for the next one. With the praises, I tell you the praise. Hey, in the field I know.
0: Jesus. Real quickly, do we have any representatives from Rowan College? I don't want to omit anyone from Rowan. From Rowan. We had people come down from Rowan. I don't. Uh, praise God. Well, where? In the balcony? Rowan, thank you for coming. Amen. Praise God for you. Come on, let's get a little hand clap. Rowan College. Rowan College. Rowan College. Amen. Thank you so much. Praise God, Amen. I'm going to ask that the ushers and stand. God has done it again. Let us stand that God's blessings might be invoked upon these gifts. All things come of Thee, O Lord.
1: Oh, Jesus.
0: given day. for the lordship of Jesus Christ that God your word says every knee shall bow every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God we worship you we applaud you we oh God lift you up this morning we give you your worth you're worthy to be praised. Forgive us of our sins. Sanctify us. We pray that you would meet us where we are. Convict, convince, if need be convert. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Let's give the Lord a hand clap. Come on. Praise his name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I am uh, ecstatic this morning for the visitation of our great visitors. Let's give the Lord a hand clap for Stockton University again. Thank you. Amen. And thank you to Rowan, the representation from Rowan. Equally, thank you to all of our uh, officers, members, and friends, and I dare not go into name calling, but thank you. God has been so good and I know we don't think on these terms but this might be our last worship service down here can I get a witness I don't know what you think heaven is like but heaven is where there's no more dying no more crying no more pain all we're going to do is praise the lamb Can I get a witness? So if you got a problem with church, you got to get changed because you're going to have a problem with heaven. When we all get to heaven, what a day of rejoicing that will be when we all see Jesus and only the saved going to see Jesus. We going to sing. We going to shout the victory praise his holy and everlasting name. I ask you very tenderly and I ask you very humbly and very lovingly to please um, either turn your phones off, don't text while I'm preaching because thunder might come through the roof. Amen. Praise the Lord. There's nobody you need to talk to when the word of God is going forth. Can I get a witness? Nobody, 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 praise God. And we thank God for all of you. I am just amen. Thankful for all of you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now, we've been dealing with the alliteration of C's and the name of the series is seeing not S E E I N G, but C-E-E-I-N-G. Seeing your way out. We've been dealing with an alliteration of C's. We began with connection in John 15 that we ought to be connected to the vine. Yeah. We are the branches. He's divine. Jesus Christ is the true vine. Amen. If any man abide in him and he abide in you. There's strength. There's uh, amen. There's blessings as we abide in him. Then we dealt with continuance and we ought to continue no matter what the conflict is. Have a mindset of continuance. Like that ever ready battery. Take a lick. I mean like like the Timex watch. Take a lookin' and just keep on ticking. Can I get a witness? There are some episodes in your life, my life, we just have to continue through. Amen. And and then we dealt with commitment and and commitment is never exercise in a comfortable setting. Commitment demands that we be steadfast. Unmovable. Can I get a witness? Always abounding in the work of the Lord and we moved from commitment to confidence and this is the confidence that we have in him. It's not our confidence, it's his confidence. When we get low, Jesus sends us confidence. Can I get a witness? Last week we dealt with that which is, amen, uh, concealed There are some things that are concealed you and I don't know about. It's in the secret will of almighty God. I have not seen, ear have not heard what God has prepared for them that love him. Amen. So there are some secrets that God is going to blow us away with as we are faithful and true to him. And then, of course, today our sea is covenant uh, when God cuts a deal we're dealing with the subject of covenant. I'm in Jeremiah chapter 31, Jeremiah, turn your Bibles. The Bible's in the back fuse. I don't hear any pages. Turn your Bibles. Jeremiah chapter 31, praise the name of Jesus. We are a word fed church. Amen. We don't preach opinion. We don't preach uh, hyperbole. We preach the word. Amen. Yeah. Somebody need to say Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. And uh, if you pull it up on your phone, that's fine. Just get rid of all the other stuff and pull up scripture. Jeremiah 31. And I want to look at this new covenant and we're talking about covenants. Are you with me? I want to begin at verse 27. Behold, the days come saith the Lord that I will sow amen. The house of Israel and the house of Judah with the seed of man, with the seed of beasts and go down to verse 31. Behold, the days are coming Futuristic saith the Lord that I will make a new what covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah not according to the covenant I made with their fathers in the days that I took them uh, by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt uh, by which covenant they broke although I was a husband unto them saith the Lord but this shall be verse thirty three the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days saith the Lord I will put my law in their inward parts and right in their hearts and will be their God and they shall be my people. Mm. When God cuts a deal. If ever there's been a an invisible agreement, an invincible affirmation, or an invaluable assurance. It is seen here in the covenants of almighty God. When God cuts a deal, when God establishes a covenant with his people, it is a protection, a provision, a privilege, a promise, a promotion, a partnership. Requiring, listen to this, a personal responsibility. Right. It's a two-way street. And the word covenant and the Greek, diatheke, has the meaning of a disposition of property by way of a will. The Old Testament Hebrew defines, listen to this, covenant as an agreement from the Old Testament word to cut or to divide. It is further defined as a mutual understanding between two parties or more, each party binding themselves, amen, to fulfill obligations. And, and it's interesting throughout scripture, I didn't bring this up this morning, but uh, yeah, marriage is a covenant. Your money is a covenant. Yeah, I'm going to preach it. Ministry is a covenant. Yeah. And, and, and and the fact of the matter is, is that when we enter into these covenants with almighty God, he's promising, preparing, promoting his people. They, these covenants are designed by God. Amen. So that we walk away with a sense of agreement, affirmation, and assurance. That God cannot lie. And if God said it, that ends it. And I believe it. Do I have a witness? So when your strength fails, when your belief and faith fails, when your prayer life fails, yeah, God never fails. Because God is faithful. Any he faithful? He's faithful to his Word, the book of Jeremiah, whose name means Jehovah throughs, very interesting, was both a priest and a prophet, as well. And God gave him wisdom and warning, and he is known as the weeping prophet, that he ministered to Judah, the southern kingdom, over five decades, fifty years. Jeremiah uh, was faithful to God, and Jeremiah uh, had some real simplistic, humanistic ways. He got angry, he, uh, he fought for the things of God, and, and when even in chapter 15, he even looked up to God and said, are you altogether a liar to me? Like Jer- Jeremiah was human. Yeah, Jeremiah did not resemble uh traditional yeah, Christianity where you put on your religious garbs and come to church. He had a relationship with God. Can I get a witness? And and and, and in the first chapter we see the preparations of Jeremiah. Don't turn, but in the first chapter it's interesting that God comes to Jeremiah and said, listen, first of all, I knew you before you was in your mother's womb. I sanctified you before you came out of the womb and I called you to be a prophet to the nations. We learned something from the preparations of Jeremiah that God didn't just start amen, touching and talking to us when we came up this aisle. God knew us before we came out of our mother's womb. Amen. He he predestined, he chosen, he elected, yeah. he adopted us into the beloved. And 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 the fact of the matter is, is that we see the preparations of him, but then we see the proclamations two to forty-three, and then we see a cutout 31 to 34, which are the promises through Jeremiah, and then in 35 to the end of the book. He goes back to the payback of the nations surrounding Israel. That when we begin to look at this so-called new covenant, now let me let me let me stop. Start. Let me let me let me, let me stop. Pause and, and say this. I am theologically a dispensationalist, and and being a dispensationalist, I have a problem with preachers, bishops, and evangelists who want to take the Bible and, and just and just start pulling stuff out of context. And, and, and trying to give it to you. First of all, um, being a dispensationalist means that I believe that God dealt in stewardships. We call it oikonomia in the Greek. He, listen, he what he did, he dealt through covenants and dispensations. Do I have a witness? And uh, when I read uh, in the Gospels that Moses, listen, for the law came by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. I see two different stewardships. And 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 the hermeneutical law of interpretation is compare scripture with scripture. Now listen to Pastor, I'm trying to teach you something. All scripture is for our information. But all scripture is not for our participation. Are y'all are y'all getting this? Amen. God is not telling me to go home and kill an animal and shed his blood, and put the blood on, and take the blood to the priest, that, that, that was for my information, but not my participation. Are y'all, are y'all understand what I'm saying? I, I, I am not a Jewish boy of 12 years old that, amen, that must go back to Jerusalem three times a year, because Jerusalem is no longer the central place of worship, because now God, who is everywhere at the same time, Can I get a witness? We can worship God in the kitchen. We can worship God in the bathroom. We can, well, I'm preaching up in this place. We can worship God in the basement. So eight, can I get a witness? And God didn't give me 10 Commandments. Uh, to live by, amen. And and so when we look at this Biblios, this, this this Bible, these 66 books, this canon written by over 40 writers who were inspired, the Bible says in Second Peter, listen, that no one scripture is of his own interpretation. But as we compare scripture with scripture, we get truth. Uh, do I have a witness? The fact of the matter is, being a dispensationalist, I know that all things are for... Amen. My information, but not my participation. Can I get a witness? Yeah, yeah. You'll get that on the way out. And so what, what, one of the things that we got to be careful of, you cannot look in the Bible and just name it and claim it. There are some promises to Israel. There are some promises to the church. There are some promises to the kingdom. There are some promises to eternity. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and child of God, child of God, child of God, you got to understand that when you look in the Old Testament and, and, and Elisha was healing uh, uh, someone or Elisha was increasing oil to a widow, doesn't mean God's going to increase your oil at that particular time. Uh, can I get a witness? Because Jesus called somebody back from the dead, doesn't mean he's going to call you back from the dead. Uh, do I have a witness? You, you got to be careful with scripture because you can mess yourself up. Yeah. Can I get a witness? That, that child of God, when you God is sovereign, he does what he wants to do, when he wants to do it, how he wants to do it. And the Bible says in Hebrews, in these last days, he has given everything, all authority to Jesus Christ, his son, God's son, and the son of the living God that we have, the church has been blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and so one of the things that we'll see in this area of covenants is that we see God's covenants of, listen to this, agreement, his promises. That, that there are certain agreements that God has made. And, and I was saying this morning, I don't want to try to go through them as expeditiously as possible, there are eight covenants in the Bible And there are uh, seven dispensations. What is a dispensation? It's a time in which truth is tested. Amen. It's a time, TTT, it's a time in which truth is tested. And, 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 And so the first covenant in the Bible is called the Edenic covenant, the Garden of Eden, the Edenic covenant, God amen, made a very fruitful and peaceful environment for Adam and Eve. Genesis 2. Are you with me? They didn't have to do it. They didn't have to work. Uh, There was a mist that watered everything. They had purity. And And the corresponding dispensation, the time in which truth was tested, is innocence. They were living in innocence. In chapter 3, when they messed up and ate the forbidden fruit, the Bible says their eyes were open, Amen. And they, listen, Adam immediately started dying. Can I get a witness? That's where we get this word, the Adamic nature from. And listen, he had died spiritually immediately, and he was dying progressively physically. It was never God's will for him to die. There, there, was, there, was, there, was, there was the tree of, of 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 eternal life, right there, and 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 so the Edenic covenant is the first covenant. The second covenant was the Adamic covenant. After they ate of the forbidden fruit, there was fertility of purpose. Now Adam had to work. Now he, they both of them had a sinful nature. That's why David said, "I was born in sin and shaping in iniquity." Didn't David say that? Amen. That Adam became the federal. Uh, uh, Listen, he became the federal head of the human race because he was fallen. Everybody born into the human race was born with a fallen nature. See, this is why you got to get saved. Folks in up there, why do I need to be saved? I'm not that bad. You're going to hell. And unless Jesus took your place on the cross. Uh, I'll get to that in a minute. Can I get a witness? You're You're not going to heaven or hell based on what you've done. Because none of us can live good enough to go to heaven. For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. There's none righteous, no, not one. All we like sheep, Isaiah 64, have gone astray. And we've turned to our own ways. Can I get a witness? So there's the Adamic covenant. And then there's the Noahic covenant in Genesis chapter 6 where God made an agreement with Noah. Noah, you are to build an ark because I'm going to destroy the world by a flood. Why did God destroy the world by a flood? It wouldn't have stopped sin. If he did, if, if God did it for that reason, he failed. Mo- Noah came right out of the ark and got drunk and messed up. No, God destroyed the earth by flood because in Genesis 6 is rataf- and, and is confirmed in 2 Peter 3, that there was, there were angels who left their first estate and cohabitated with women and produced demonic seed. They didn't marry them. They didn't marry them. They demonized the seeds. And God chained those demons away in a place called Tartarus, which is transliterated hell. Amen, because they left not their first estate. Those are the ones that Jesus went to preach to. They, they've been chained because they crossed the line, Lord have mercy, and cohabitate. So God brought the flood to kill all the demonized seed. And then the, the fourth uh, covenant is the Abrahamic covenant, the covenant of promise that God was dealing with a family of people that he would call his own chosen people. Then the Mosaic covenant 500 years later was the foundation of principles under Moses. The corresponding dispensation was law. There's no way God gave law on tablets for man to be perfect. Uh, every commandment was designed to frustrate you. It was a schoolmaster, according to Galatians 2, so you could look for a coming Savior. In other words, I can't live this stuff out. I need help. Lord have mercy. I need help from God to get me across. Because, you know, Paul said, when I would do good, yeah. he was always with me. Isn't that right? And, and, and Paul goes on to say, with my mind, I'm serving the law of God, but in my flesh, the law of sin, oh, wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from the body of this death? And then he says, but thanks be to God who gives us the victory Amen. through Jesus Christ. The Mosaic covenant led to the Palestinian covenant which is a covenant of furnishings for land, seed, and blessing, promised land. Then the new covenant, which is a fulfillment. I'm going to get to that. Then the kingdom covenant, which is the finish, leading right up to Armageddon and the return of Christ to destroy the 666, the little horn of Daniel, the Antichrist, the false prophet, throw him in the lake of fire, chain Satan for a thousand years, let him go after a thousand years, and then destroy him. I've just given you a chron- chronology of scripture. But what is not said is that this new covenant encompasses a mystery called the church. In Jeremiah 31, they had revelation but no illumination. Right. Revelation means, oh, God gave us a word, but illumination means he cut the, he cut the light bulb on. We don't get understanding until we have the Holy Spirit. Amen. Can, can I get a witness? And I'm, I'm, I'm trying to move. But child of God, when you look at this, he talks about the house of Judah and the house of Israel as being the recipients of the new covenant. Amen. Never talks about the church. Why? Because he don't know anything about the church. The church is from Acts 2 to Revelation 4. The church was ushered in secretly by God. Can I get a witness? Upon this rock himself I'll build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and so when you begin to look at this, 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 this new aspect of agreement, Jeremiah says that this new covenant will put God's laws in your heart and in your mind. Now, 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 I'm going to get to that momentarily. And this is neat. So if you're choking, you need to come to Bible study. The meat is God's going to do something unique in the church age, in the kingdom age that he's not doing in the Old Testament. Well, what is that? Well, I'm glad you asked. What he's going to do is this. He's going to place you, the church, into the spiritual body of Jesus Christ. That's called the baptism of the Holy Spirit. He places you into Christ. And if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. Old things will pass away. All things become new. And then he's going to take the Holy Spirit, the indwelling, and he's going to place the Holy Spirit inside of you. Can I get a witness? So now the Holy Spirit lives inside of me. I'm in the body of Christ. Nothing can get to me. Nothing can hurt me. Nothing can send me to hell. Nothing can harm me. Because I'm not serving God outwardly with tablets of stones. I got God on the inside. Can I get a witness? Who's metamorphosizing my mind and changing my heart and ordering my steps. So you cannot be born again, blood washed, saved, and still living by the same precepts of your habitual sin. You got God on the inside now. Yeah. You got God on the inside now. And God is ordering steps. God is ordering storms. God is ordering structures in your life. Look at this. In chapter 31, verse 30, verse, I mean, chapter 30, verse 1, we see a forecast. Come on, Jeremiah 30, come on. Turn the Bibles. turn the Bible, turn the Bibles. Of Bibles. If, if I don't hear no Bibles, I'ma preach to four o'clock. Uh, look, look at this. Look at this. The word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord saying, "Thus saith the Lord, write all these things." And He says, "The days are coming. They're not here yet, but they're coming. Amen. They're coming. It's coming. What are you going to do? I'm going to create. Uh, 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 don't get. And please don't miss this. 31:31. A return. Of Israel, they're just they're they're separated throughout the world. I'm gonna have a return. I'm gonna give them a richness during this millennial period, this period where Jesus was reign will reign on earth as King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Now, number where is the church? <laughs> we will come back with him. We will be raptured out of here in a moment, the twinkling of an eye. The the 666, the Antichrist, Damien whoever you call him, Little Horn, he cannot even appear to the churches out of here. That's great news. How many of y'all saw the picture of the omen? Oh, I loved it. But the omen's a lie because it says, you know, they said Reagan was the Antichrist, and they said Bush was the Antichrist, Obama's the Antichrist. No, 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 none of them the Antichrist. The Antichrist... We'll take three systems, the political, religious, and economic systems, Revelation 6, and he's going to say, I have the answer and the solution for man's problems. Amen. But we won't be here, will we? No. Those of us that are born again and blood washed, amen, we're going to be caught up, First Thessalonians 4, to meet him in the air. Check it out. There's a forecast. There's a faith. Chapter 32, 1 to 44. Write it down. A purchasing of a field, the regathering of Israel. God says, I hold the purchase deed. There's a faith. There's a forecast. Then he deals with a future, 33, 1 to 26, where God makes promises of peace and prosperity to his people. Now this new covenant, Peter alludes to in the New Testament, 2 Peter 1 4, he says, therefore having these precious promises. What precious promises? That we are partakers of the divine nature. Can I stop pausing part? When, When I was in the world, when I I spent seven years in the military, doing Vietnam, I'm running, I'm stationed in Europe, stationed all around the United States, da 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 da, young, dumb, running the streets, reckless, going towards ruin. I didn't have God on the inside. But when I got saved, all right. God stepped into a bunch of wreck and ruin. Hey, ahead, and he began to bring order. Yeah. How many of y'all know what I'm talking about? Won't God bring order in your life? He'll order your steps. Come on now. He'll order your future. God God is good. And child of God, that uh, 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 Peter says, we are partakers of the divine nature, being born again, being saved, and the Old Testament people desired to look into this great salvation, but they couldn't have it. We are the body of Christ, indwelled by the Holy Spirit. There's no decay of corruption that will lead us to hell. And he said, add to your initial faith, believing faith, diligence, add to your diligence, virtue, knowledge, self-control, perseverance, godliness, amen. So, uh, and, and, and so Peter is saying, wait a minute, that God under this new covenant has stepped in on the inside. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He's leading guiding, in... Directing all things. It's a huh, it's a new agreement. God says, "I got your back." Can I get a witness? I I got I got where you came from. I got where you're going. And while you're going on your way there, I even got I even have your steps to get where you're trying to go. Can I get a witness? that, 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 that God, God says this new, and that, and that's why we got to be careful. We cannot, uh, get caught up in this trap. I wish, amen. I wish I had done this. <laughs> we cannot get caught up in this trap. Amen. If I could do it all over again, there's some things you don't have any control over. Can I get a witness? And if you believe this Bible, you never had the control you think you had. Can I get a witness? Huh? Isn't that right? You you never could make a decision for your entire life. Somebody was making a call on your behalf. Somebody was ordering steps. Somebody was uh, uh, amen putting together structures in your life. I do I have a witness? That's why Paul said, forgetting those things that are behind. Let us keep pressing towards the mark of the high calling in Christ Jesus, our Lord. I I, I wish I went to graduate school. Well, you didn't. Deal with it. Now, where are we going from here? Can I get a witness? You know, I wish I never left that first life. Well, you did. Now, amen. Uh, uh, Dust yourself off and keep moving. Stop getting caught up in the past. The past is a trick from Satan. Can I get a witness? The past will pull you down. The past will make you frustrated. No, 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 no. You say, well, you know what? I'm no better off now. Yes, you are. You know Jesus. Can I get a witness? God has given you a new understanding, a new mind, a new heart, a new will. God is in this thing. Can I get a witness? And I will not fear what man shall do unto me because the Lord is my light, and the Lord is my salvation, and the Lord is my victory, and the Lord, the Lord, the Lord, the Lord. Can the Lord prepare a table before you in the presence of your enemies? And the answer is yes. Though my cup runneth over, surely. Goodness and mercy are going to follow me all the days of my life. Stop talking about what you should have done and talk about what you are. I'm a royal priesthood. I'm a holy nation. I'm a peculiar people. The problem in the church, we got too many victims up in here. Let me tell you what a victim does. First of all, they want to blame somebody else for their stuff. Well, my mother and father, I didn't have a good mother and father. Your mother and father been dead 40 years. How long are you going to blame stuff on them? Get up off the posterior part of your anatomy. Get with the Spirit of God and say, God, I bring nothing. I am nothing. But you're everything. And I choose to put my faith and confidence in you. And Lord, I know you're able. Any able? You're able exceedingly abundantly above all that I ask or think that man in John 5 was a victim the Lord said do you want to be here come Jesus do you want to be healed well every time I go to get in the pool somebody jumps in there before me and the angels leave and I can't get healed Jesus said tell you what Uh, You don't need no angels. You don't need no pool. Take up your bed and walk. I'm the son of God. I'm giving you authority over your dilemma. I'm giving you authority over your paralysis. I'm giving you authority over your excuses. Get up by faith and walk in the name of Jesus. In other words, carry the very thing you keep amen, saying that's causing you. I'm talking to victims now. Some of us are victims. We're victims in our marriage. We're victims in our mind. We're victims with our money. We're victims. And Pastor, you don't know what I'm going through. I don't even know what you're going through. My wife is upset she won't cook. Learn how to cook. You got directions on a, on a box of pancakes. You, you, got, you got instant stuff you can put on. Don't let her hold you hostage. Do I have a witness? I'm preaching to somebody up in here. Can I get a witness? I can do all things. Through Christ, who keeps on strengthening me. Well, you know I got high blood pressure cholesterol. Join the club. We all taking pills in the name of Jesus. It's all right. Take your medicine before you come to church so we don't have to worry about you snapping out while the word is going forth. Some of y'all sitting out there like this. Take your medicine. Don't come up in here claiming healing. Take your medicine. Anything happening in this church, I'm not responsible. I'm over 50 and I'm on medicine. (laughs) Help me, Lord. Jesus. Secondly, don't you just love it? Let's just love it. Ah. Secondly, we see God's covenant of affirmation. His power. Well, you talking about some power. Look at chapter 33 real quick. Come on, one page over. Chapter 33. I ain't taking my time, doc. Chapter 33. Chapter 33. Moreover, well, the word of the Lord came unto Jeremiah, verse 1, the second time. Sometimes God got to talk to you more than one time. While he was yet shut up in the courts of prison. Now, stop. I said, this is morning. Sometimes the only way God can get through to you is to lock you up. Lock you up in your pain. Yeah. Then we learn to listen. Yes. Yeah. We learn to heed. We learn to carry out what the Spirit is saying. You, you'll get that going home too. Look at, look, look at verse 6. Behold, I will bring it health and cure. I will cure them. I will reveal unto them the abundance of peace and truth. Very interesting. I will cleanse them, verse 8, from all their iniquity where they have sinned against me. I will pardon their iniquities. All this is under the new covenant. This is great stuff. He he talks about a timing. There will be a return to the land. He's talking to Israel. A tooling, listen, a rebuilding of what's broken down and a thanksgiving a restoration for what they need. And when you go to Hebrews chapter 8, verse 7, don't turn, it tells us that the preeminent Jesus Christ is our new priest. Yeah, he's the preeminent priest that can sanctify. He 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 performs his ministry from a preeminent place called the cross, mm. and he yeah he uh, systematically and gives us a new power and position and glory that supersedes the Old Testament. Animals of sacrifice, it's called the blood. And in Exodus chapter 12, is when the Passover, a Jewish observance, was established. When God told Moses, Here's what I want you to do I want you to put one lamb per family, I want you to slay the lamb, take the blood, pour it in a basin, and I want you to take hyssop a sponge and put that blood on the doorpost and the lintel. It forms a cross. And the deaf angel's coming through at midnight. And when I see the blood, I'll pass over. That's where Passover came from. Eat eat bitter herbs and tell them to get their sneakers on because they're going to run out of Egypt. And the Pharaoh you see tonight, you will not see tomorrow. Can I get a witness? See, child of God, what is is pastor trying to preach? You got to have some ownership in this. There's some obligations on us. Oh, I'm preaching now. What are the obligations on us? When God gives a covenant, there's stuff I gotta do in order for God to bless me. Yeah, let a man lay aside. Uh Uh-huh. No, I ain't talking about no weights, I'm talking about money. Lay aside a tithe. Now they're getting quiet, Lord. A tenth. First day of the week, 1 Corinthians 16. First day of the week, bring as you have prospered. The, the equitable means is a tenth. A tenth is equitable to everybody because it doesn't matter what you don't have. God's only concerned what you do have. Uh, walking around here with $400 phones and won't get and stealing from the Lord. Somebody need to talk about it. So you can buy whatever you want to buy. Just don't take God's stuff. Amen. Don't touch the booty. Amen. Listen this. He's talking about this covenant this new covenant. And then finally, we, we, we not only see the agreement and the affirmation, we see the assurance. The covenant of assurance is not the promises and the power, it's to pull out. God gonna pull us out of trouble. Every time we get in trouble, there's a, there's a pullout plan. Every time, every time we're disobedient, every time we do things out of our own rationale, there's a pullout plan. You know why he keeps pulling us out? He pulls us out because we belong to him. Can I get a witness? So turn to your right to Lamentations chapter 3. Jeremiah wrote Lamentations. Can I get a witness? Don't get quiet up in here. He was a witness. Come on now. Amen. He was a weeping prophet. But now Jeremiah is learning a critical lesson how to worship in warfare. You better learn how to worship him. When all hell's breaking out, you better learn how to worship him. When things are going topsy-turvy, you better learn how to worship Him. When your ship is sinking, you better learn how to worship Him. When your body's racked with pain, you better learn how to worship Him. When the marriage is on the rocks, you better learn how to worship Him. When the children are wayward, you better learn how to worship Him. When you feel like throwing the towel in, you better learn how to worship Him! You know why God allows us in these situations? He, he wants to sit back. And listen, he doesn't want to see what you're going to do. He knows what you're going to do. Every test is designed for you to find out the truth. Y'all ain't getting this. Every time God brings a test in your life, God is saying now I'm going to reveal to you. Uh, forget all that scripture you keep calling on. Forget all of the impressions you keep giving to people that you know the 66 books, you know the Hebrew, you know the uh, Aramaic, you know the Greek. Forget all that. Forget your degrees and your education. Forget all your world experience. Can I, God says, I'm going to show you just where you are spiritually. I'm going to let you go into something. I'm going to let something shake your camp. I'm going to let something break out that you did not expect. I'm going to let something shatter what you build together. And I, wanna, I want you to see where your heart really is. I want you to see what you're really going to do. See, it's easy to get into a class talking about, and we know he's God. And God is able. And every time you teach and preach, Satan and God is taking notes Every time you try to Encourage somebody in the faith God is taking notes My mother's with the Lord My father's with the Lord My two older brothers are with the Lord It's easy for you to say Don't worry pastor They in heaven But yours are still living But wait till you gotta walk In front of a casket To the ones that you love and you got to take God at his word, and you got to keep on keeping on. Wait, Lord have mercy, till the doctors say they found something they can't cure. Let's see how much faith you got now. Wait till your children get into trouble, and you can not get them out. Can I get a witness? God's gonna show you what's on the inside. Can I get a witness? That's why Job said, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. Did he say that? You got to learn that God is good, whether he comes through or not for you. He's good all the time, and all the time he's good. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, and his mercy Endure forever and let the redeem of the Lord say so. Can I get a witness? You gotta say it as well with my soul when peace like a river attendeth my way, when storms like sea billows roll, whatever my light is. Thou has taught me to say it is well, it is well, it is well, with my soul. Hallelujah. I'm coming in for a landing. Can I get a witness? And so the first thing that we see in Lamentations 3 is a remembrance of our pain. Uh, Look at verse 19. uh, Lamentations chapter 3. Are you with me? Remembering. uh, Stop. See, God is going to let you remember your pain. Can I get a witness? He's not going to let your pain slip out too quick. The reason he wants you to remember your pain so you can give him the appropriate praise. He wants you to remember your pain so he, so you know that your dependence is on him. You don't have the answer to get out of this situation. Remembering mine affliction and my misery, the wormwood and the gall, my soul have them still in what? Oh, y'all ain't getting this. My soul have them still in remembrance. When I remember my pain, you know what automatically happens? I'm humbled. When I start remembering my pain, I get low. Lord, thank you. Lord, you didn't have to do it. Lord, I'm praising you. My soul is humbled in me. Can I get a witness? Could you think too highly of yourself. You think you're all out in a bag of chips. You think you're too strong to get on your knees and cry out for help. But God will make you remember your pain. Won't he make you remember your pain? Won't he bring your pain back to your remembrance? And then we get humble. We say, Lord, there's nothing I can do without you. Lord, I need thee every hour. Remembering my pain. But look at the next thing, verse 22 to 27, the reward of my promise. Look what he says in 22. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not being consumed. Well, wait a minute. Uh, uh, What does that mean, Wayne Jones? It means I deserve to be in hell. It means I deserve to be in fire. I deserve to be wiped out. But every morning I get up, The Lord sends mercies. Mercy's not giving us what we do deserve. Can I get a witness? Isn't that right? Because his compassions, they fail not. I got to get out of here. He says they are new every morning. When I got up this morning, (laughs) yeah, I got up at 2.53. God said, boy, Praise my name. Amen. And when I start praising him, I had my daughter over in Paris in mind. I had my own dilemmas in mind. But God said, go on and praise me, boy. Because this morning, I'm giving you new mercies. Doesn't he give us new mercies? He says, new mercies. <laughs> Every morning, great is thy what? Amen. Faithfulness in the Lord faithful when we mess up any faithful when we fall down any faithful when we know we're no good any faithful when we didn't do what he asked us to do any faithful God is faithful can I get a witness but then he deals with the renewal of our pull out chapter 3 verse 31 hang in there with me now I'm coming in coming in coming in Can, can can I get a witness for the Lord will not cast us off Forever, turning your neighbor and say, uh, uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. My parent might whip me, but I'm still his child. My parent might punish me, but I'm still his child. There's still a plate on the table. There's still clothes in the closet. Can I get a witness? But though he caused grief, ha, yet will he have mercy according? Yeah, to the multitude of his mercy. Can I get a witness? So Jeremiah is breaking out in something. Jeremiah is talking about in chapter 3, 55, hang hang in there, 55, look at 55, I called her. You see, when you've been called by God, there's no fear. He cleanses us, 58. He positions and praises us. He promotes our peace. His mercies are new every morning. Jesus is the lover of my soul. He came, that's the incarnation. He went to the cross, that's the crucifixion. He rose from the dead, that's the resurrection. He pulled us out of debt. He pulled us out of defeat. He pulled us out of deception. He pulled us out of dysfunction. He pulled us out of devastation. Can I get a witness? But child of God, as I close this sermon on covenants, I, I need you to understand when God cuts a deal, somebody's got to go to sleep. Can I get a witness? Turn to your neighbor and say, somebody got to go to sleep. When God cut a deal with Adam in Genesis 2, the Bible says he put Adam to sleep. And he took a rib from Adam and gave him a wife. Can I get a witness? And when God cut a deal, yeah, with Abraham. In chapter 15, the Abrahamic covenant, he told Abraham, go get all these animals and cut them up, and put them down on the ground. Then God put Abraham to sleep, and God stepped out of heaven. God started walking through the sacrifices. And the Bible says the glory and the the heat and the light of the Lord. Can I get a witness? And the reason God did that, because the covenant was unilateral. The covenant was unconditional. The covenant was really between God and God. And God couldn't swear by anybody greater, so he swore by himself. Can I get a witness? Can you imagine God saying, Raymond Gordon, let me make a covenant with you. I'll never be able to keep the clauses. But God said, I'm going to make this coming with myself. Because when you fail, I'm coming through. When you can't pray, I'm going to breathe through. When you are finished, I'm going to, amen, make this thing happen. Can I get a witness? So he put Adam to sleep. He put Abraham to sleep. huh? But then he put Jesus to sleep. Huh? Can I get a witness? He died. Did he die? He died on calvary's cross and then he died he died till the sun stopped shining he died till the earth started reeling and rocking he died to a Roman satoy and said surely this is the son of God but early I said early
1: early Sunday morning Jesus got up with all power
0: king of kings. He's lord of lords. He's my kinsman redeemer. And God said when I see the blood, I'll pass over. Say yeah. I've been crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Not I, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live, I live by the faith in the son of God new covenant what a word an agreement an affirmation an assurance I'm so glad that when I fail God says I still got the victory I'm so glad when I come up short I'm still going to make it in I'm so glad when I can produce God sends power 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 to perfect that which concerneth him the concealed message is God's got things for you you don't even know about but the covenant is this it's God's promise of surety you will be victorious because of who he is can I get a witness He's already blessed you. It's already done. You're already glorified. You're already sanctified. You're already satisfied. It's all in Jesus Christ. Let's stay on our feet this morning. As every head is bowed, every eyes closed. If you're here this morning, you need to be saved. Don't play with God. You need Jesus Christ to come into your life and save you. He died for your sins on the cross. He was buried. He rose again with all power in his hands. All you got to do is say, Lord Jesus, I'm a sinner Come into my life and save me. Just raise your hand if you want to be saved this morning. If you're not saved, you're on your way to hell. You need to be born again. Is there one? Is there one? Perhaps you want to join the church in your Christian experience. Is there one? Is there one? Let's be seated. We move right away into celebration of Lord's Supper. A few minutes. Shh. Paul, in 1 Corinthians 11, tells us this is to be memorized and moralized. Memorialized. What? He uses not the language of adjectives. For those of us who are unworthy, none of us are worthy. Through the shed blood of Christ, we're forgiven. He uses the adverb unworthily, done in the wrong manner. And what Paul deals, he expresses the exceptionalism don't mix this up with love feast. Don't mix this up with morning worship. Don't mix this up with anything else. This is separate. And then he expresses explanation, a reenactment, a reenactment of the Last Supper. On the night in which he was betrayed, he took bread and broke it. Sim- symbolizing, it's all symbolic, saying, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. And then, same manner, the third cup that went around the last supper is called the communion cup. He passed the wine and said, drink this do remembrance of me. This is the blood, listen this, of the new covenant. As often as you do this, you show remembrance of me till I come. And then he deals with examination. Let a man examine himself. If you're unsaved, do not partake. You'll be eating and drinking more damnation. To your soul. Let's all, amen, uh, pass the basket, the wafers, and the grape juice. Just hold your wafer up up in your hand. Hold the wafer. The wafer is symbolic of his body. We are to listen. We are to memorize, and we are to memorialize his death, burial, and resurrection as we all have the wafer. Only if you're saved, you're not saved, do not partake. Lord God, forgive us of our sins, sanctify us, prepare our hearts and minds for the reception of this most holy supper. In Jesus' name, amen. Let us all partake of the wafer, thinking about the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. Amen. Followed by the drinking of the grape juice, which is symbolic of his blood, without the shedding of blood there's no remission of sins amen church say amen stand on your feet amen. stand on your feet turn to your neighbor say neighbor yes, God, has God has promises you don't even know them